This is News Talk. Well, it turns out we've lots of land available to build houses on in Ireland. The Irish Independent front page state sitting on enough land for more than 60,000 homes. This is a new report going to be launched later this morning by the Land Development Agency, which has found state-owned properties and land that could build more than 60,000 homes. Um, And they're looking at some very, very interesting sites. So if you take Dublin as an example, they say that you could uh, build houses at the National Mint in Sandyford, also at Leopardstown Racecourse, at Dublin Bus's Cunningham Road Depot and also Cahalbrua Barracks in Rathmines. Also the ESB site in Cork has been suggested on Sarsfields Road as has land at Galway Harbour. So plenty of opportunities to build affordable housing, it would seem, across our big cities and Towns. That's on the front of the Irish Independent. It's also on the front of the Irish Examiner. They say 67,000 homes could be built on state land. Uh, the other big story on the front of the Examiner, continuing on with that eviction video, which the Examiner broke yesterday. A family of eight evicted without notice in Bundoran, County Donegal. Um, last week or the week before they have until this Friday to find accommodation or they say they face sleeping on the streets the father, his wife and their six children aged 9, 6, 5, 3, 2 and 11 months were evicted without warning from a house they were renting two weeks ago actually by their landlord and three men who showed up at the property and we had this on Lunchtime Live here on News Talk yesterday. If you'd like to listen back to the story you can hear it on the News Talk app. Just click into Lunchtime time live and you can hear Andrea discussing this shock eviction video but the news now is that they could be on the streets by Friday. What you do with an 11 month old on the street I'm not quite sure. Uh, The Irish Daily Mail also has housing on its front page. New blow on home building. The coalition has been dealt a fresh blow ahead of a confidence motion tomorrow because the supply of new homes has slumped by almost 20%. So we've around 6,000 fewer than the same time last year, according to new data from the Department of Housing. Uh, And as the Mail says, this is as the coalition faces an evictions ban. Uh, Ono Brin is on News Talk Breakfast about that. And then we've the Labour motion of no confidence in the government and now we hear that the supply of new houses has slumped by nearly a fifth. And final story on the housing crisis, Ian Bailey's on the front of the sun because he's been told to leave his home after the government's lifting of the evictions ban. He says the lifting of the ban means he must leave his apartment by May 1st and he says it's causing him severe anxiety. And uh, as we always say, there's going to be more and more and more stories of people faced with notices to quit, eviction notices Uh, And even the government themselves admit that, yes, people will be obviously getting these notices. Now, we will have the Women of Honour review out later today. The Irish Times says that a full statutory inquiry should be established to examine widespread sexual abuse and harassment in the Defence Forces. This is according to the Independent Review Group, which is investigating matters raised by female veterans of the Defence Forces. And apparently there's not a lot lot leaked about the report, but apparently it's uh, going to make for difficult reading and will detail patterns of inappropriate and illegal behaviour within 
the military. It's going to detail, according to the Irish Times, bullying, harassment and sexual abuse of female and male Defence Forces members over many years. So the report's going to Cabinet this morning. Micheál Martin has seen it and then it will be published later today. The Women of Honour group are looking for a statutory inquiry to be established uh, and it now looks likely that that will happen. The Irish Daily Star has an interview with former cold case detective Alan Bailey who says missing Annie McCarrick's leather bag is vital to the probe because uh, he says that the killer kept Annie bag as souvenir and the Irish Daily Mirror same story killer took missing Annie's bag. Uh, Detective Alan Bailey believes that it was kept as a trophy after Annie McCarrick's murder which as we heard on Sunday was the 30th anniversary of her disappearance and uh, they upgraded that to a murder investigation. Now inside the papers there's an awful lot about Kelly Harrington uh, including in The Sun so if you didn't hear Kelly Harrington was involved in a tense exchange uh, here on News Talking Off the Ball when a deleted tweet about immigration came up. So you have to go all the way back to November. Kelly Harrington retweeted a clip covering the abduction, rape and torture of a 12-year-old in Paris. And Kelly Harrington said, very sad, our own leaders need to take a listen. Um, she believes this is the 12th girl in France this year who's been killed by an immigrant and that's just France. Now, Kelly Harrington removed the message uh, on Twitter, but she was asked about it yesterday on Off the Ball. News Talk's Shane Hannan asked her about her views on immigration. Uh, and as The Sun reports, Kelly Harrington said, I feel that you're hanging me out to dry or you're trying to hang me out to dry. Let's just have a listen to some of the exchange between Shane Hannan and Kelly Harrington yesterday. The spar, the spar slogan on the, and I read it out of the start was to back local communities to drive positive change and impact. So is that not is it is it not a fair question then to? You're like a dog with a bone. Well, no, no, uh, Kelly. It, but the the point is, you were saying there that you thought you you felt I was hanging you out to dry when when that's completely not the intention of my question. The question is just to bring up a discussion on pe- people having views on social media it, and backing them up. Here we go, right? If you're not hanging me out to dry, to dry, let it go, move on. Be be like Elsa and just let it go. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Don't hold it back anymore. Just let it go and move on. I, I, but I don't. I don't feel like it's my job to ask questions, Kelly. I, I know it's your job, and you've asked, and I've I've responded, yeah, I and I've told you. Next question. Like I'm not. I'm not here to to answer those questions. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not here to talk about politics like if i wanted to do that i'd go and i'd do a degree in politics in, in politics but no but you put the, you put the, you put these views forward on social media does that not allow them in open october, to be questioned i think she in kelly has said that she she doesn't really want to talk about it so it probably is best maybe i appreciate i don't know what agenda you have shane but it's obviously not a so. certainly don't have an agenda certainly don't have an agenda i just wanted to ask over now i'm done okay well listen kelly appreciate your time anyway regardless uh irish olympian kelly harrington there Join us on the line um, to have a discussion and uh, clearly they wanted to, to end that discussion there. But uh, yeah, that's what it be. Yeah. Well, talk about being able to cut the tension with a knife. That was Olympian Kelly Harrington on Off the Ball with Shane Hannan yesterday. It's in the papers, including the Irish Sun. This morning, if you missed that exchange, you can listen back uh, on the News Talk app. Look up Off the Ball on social media. You'll find the video as well. Uh, lots of uh, bizarre elements to the interview, in particular the PR woman. It's so rare that you hear a PR handler jump in on an interview and say... 
move on. But anyway, uh, Kelly Harrington, by the way, did issue somewhat of an apology on social media last night. You can find that on her Twitter account after the Off the Ball interview. But that's in the papers this morning. I don't expect that to be the last you'll hear about that interview with uh, Kelly Harrington. Now, I don't know if you uh, have home heating oil, but there's good news if you do because the price is coming down. The Irish Independent says the cost of home heating oil has fallen to levels not seen since Russia invaded Ukraine. The average price of a 1,000 litres is now 988 euro. Um, If you may remember, the same price for the 1,000 litres was about 1,600 euro uh, weeks after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So the prices have come down. This is according to the website that monitors oil prices, which is oilprices.ie. So we're seeing, seeing a clear downward trend. Not sure if you've noticed that, but certainly that's what the official figures uh, show. There's not the same huge demand for prices shooting up. Interesting one in the Irish Independent. If you're sitting your driving test, a tricky one for you because you're going to have to have a valid NCT. Driving test examiners are going to refuse to carry out tests in vehicles without a valid NCT from today. Forza has instructed testers to revert to a requirement that customers' vehicles must be officially roadworthy. So while there have been some um, delays in getting a driving test, even if you do get your test appointment, you also need to have a valid NCT. And of course, there's a backlog in getting the NCT cert as well. So just be aware of that. In the mirror, we're told the wettest counties in Ireland have been revealed Kerry, Cork, Mayo are the wettest. Carlow and Dublin have been declared the driest. This is according to new research from Met Aaron. And finally, in the Times of London, if you'd like to escape some of the wet weather in Ireland, there is an unbelievable cruise in the papers. They say for most people, the prospect of a cruise is a week or two pottering around the Mediterranean or the Caribbean. But it doesn't have to be that way because this autumn, hundreds of passengers are going to go on a round-the-world cruise it'll last three years and cost you 75 grand you're going to visit 135 countries dock at 375 destinations and you're going to see 13 of 14 wonders of the world during the cruise i quite like the idea of this 137,670 miles if you have a spare 75 grand you can head off it's uh, called life at sea cruises and you live on a cruise ship for three years that's until someone might get sick or there's a vomiting bug or something like that and then you're stuck on a cruise ship for three years on 106 to 108 fm and newstalk.com this this is news talk